This podcast is a presentation of Gateway Fellowship, Paulsville, Washington. Experience community, find hope. Check us out at gatewayfellowship.com.
<laughs> you know, so I, I, I'm, are you sports fans? How many sports fans? Okay, so like nearly all of us have something, right? And, and it may, maybe it's a pickleball, if you can call that a sport. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know they're a pickleball fan. I kind of like it myself. Uh, football? Yeah, go, go Hawks. Okay. Um, uh, baseball? Two of you, okay. Um, no, just kidding. Volleyball? Okay. What else? Basketball? Um, soccer? Hockey? Hockey, someone said if you're playing hockey, there's no, if there's no blood on the ice, it's not a real hockey game. So I don't know if that's true or not, but okay. Anything else? Huh? I can't. Really? Okay. See, cricket. Oh, you don't even know what cricket is. Okay. So I see no one, no one's mentioned golf. And there's a reason for it. Because golf is not a sport. No, no, I know it is. Okay, you, there are golfers out there. I, I know. So um, I, I actually took up the game. So my, my sport, I love cycling and running. So that's it. I know that some of you are going to go like, that's not even a sport. I get it, but it's what I do. Um, but I did decide one time I was going to take up the, the sport of golf. This was one of the worst single mistakes I've ever made in my life. Because I, I invested money in golf clubs that were supposed to be pretty good golf clubs, but I found out that good golf clubs don't actually make you a good golfer. So I discovered that. And um, I discovered that golf balls are really expensive. Would you go through so many golf balls, you know, and not only is there the, the, the uh, fee, you know, to golf, um, but then you got to replace the things that you lose. And so years ago when Port Ludlow golf course opened up, and if you are a golfer, I know, God bless you. I love you for it. I tried out that course and it was disastrous because they have trees on this golf course and you can't normally find a golf ball in the trees or in the water. It just cost me a bolt. Finally, I said, you know what? I f believe Jesus is speaking to me right now, and I should give up this sport. So I did. Got rid of the golf clubs and everything else. But the one thing I learned about a golf, club, about a golf game is where I learned it anyway, that you could call for a mulligan. Do you know what that is? So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So if you, if you totally screw it up, right, you, you can call for a mulligan, and you get to do it over. It's like it never existed, that shot that, you know, or the whatever, the hit or whatever it goes 10 yards. It doesn't even get beyond the women's tee, you know, that type of thing. And you can call for a mulligan and you get to do it again. So I love that part of the game because I, you know, but it, you couldn't call for a mulligan on every shot, but you, you could from time to time. And depending upon the graciousness of the people you were golfing with, you, you could get away with that. Um, but when I was growing up, we had this thing that we would call for a do-over. So if you were doing something and it didn't work out, you could call for a do-over. Which is pretty cool, I thought. Because when you called for a do-over, it was like what had happened over here never existed. 
And when you call for a do-over, it's like, that goes away, and this is, this is brand new. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Do-overs. See, you, you, you have probably called for do-over, or maybe you've called it so, so, something else. Maybe, maybe you've called it a, a second chance at life, or a second chance at a job or a career, maybe a second chance at a relationship, which you're calling, calling for a do-over. Maybe this past year, as you kind of reflect back, you know, I know that a lot of us will reflect back on the, on the challenges and things in life that, and maybe some mistakes that we made in life. Like, like, who's perfect, right? No one's perfect. So when we reflect back, we're going like, I, I, I think I'm going to call for a do-over on that. Well, I think I want a second chance with that one. Maybe call it a mulligan, call it, call it whatever you, you want to do. But life is filled with do-overs, isn't it? If you're a normal human being, life is filled with do-overs or maybe calling for a mulligan or, or a second chance because we're human. And sometimes we fall down and we, we, make, we make mistakes. And when we do make a mistake, I don't know if you've discovered or not as a follower of Jesus that there's an enemy out there that comes along and says, like, you just screwed up. Like, who loves you? Who cares about you? Have you, have you, have you sensed feelings kind of like that? Maybe, maybe we, we, we all have. But we call for a do-over, and some of us are thinking about that even this morning. A do-over in a relationship, a do-over in a career, a, a do-over for some circumstance in life. How, how do we arrive at this place? How do, we, how do we get here? Well, we get here because we reflect back and we look back at 2022 and we go like, I don't think I want that again. I don't, I don't want that kind of year. I don't want to kind of walk down that same road. We, we may or may not like what we see. So we call for a do-over or, or we, make, we make a resolution, right? Now, who has not heard about New Year's resolutions, right? Like, so we make a resolution that I'm not going to act that way again, or I'm not going to get involved in that again, or I'm not going to do that again. So we, we determine to make it different this year. This 2023 is going to be a different year. And so we, we stand on a resolution or a do-over. By the way, that's not a bad thing to do. So I'm not even suggesting. In fact, it's probably a good thing, especially when we do so with an open heart, asking God, like, what would you like to do in my life this year? So what if we began to look at it that way? What if we, on this first day of the year, we said, God, what would you like to create in me this year? What would you like to do in my life? What would you like to do through the gifts that you have given me? Because every one of you, every one of us, has been gifted by God. You have some gift. You have, I mean, that's, that's what the Bible says. Every one of us has been given a gift, a talent. Maybe, maybe our prayer, God, I want you to create in me the ability to honor you even in a greater way through this gift that you have given. Create in my life. Perhaps one of the most well-known um, Biblical characters is, is David. Maybe if, if I were to ask you, like, who, who comes to your mind when you talk about uh, biblical characters, you go like, well, David would probably be one of those for, for sure. And um, 
And David, who authored like maybe half the book of Psalms that we read, um, we constantly read of these conversations going on. And in Psalm 51, we kind of read what I just call a do-over for David, Psalm 51. Now, let me give you the background of what's going on here. The background of Psalm 51 is found in 2 Samuel 11 and 12. Um, Rather than than taking his place as he should have on the battlefield, leading his troops as, as a king, David commits sin with another man's, man's wife. And so you, you perhaps remember that whole story. And so he attempts to cover it up, right? And he thinks he has covered up this, this sin. Um, it's a well thought out plan on his part. And from a human standpoint, it worked. But the Lord sent along a prophet named Nathan to confront David of his sin. And like my mom would always say, I mean, she would say this to us, I I think both as a reality, but maybe a little bit of a scare tactic as well. She would always say like, be sure your sins will find you out. (laughs) Did your parent ever tell you that? It was like, be sure your sins will find you out. And uh, this is what happened with, with, with David. So Psalm 51, records David's confession and the forgiveness of the Lord. And what I'm just going to call as a do-over this morning, and we're going to see what what happens here. David's desire is that God would would create something new in his life, do something new. And I, I don't know about you, I mean, many of us have words that we say, this is my word for this year. Uh, this is my phrase for this year. This is my goal for this year. And I'd like to suggest that all of us seek the Lord to create in us what he wants to do. I, I believe that as a, as a church, as believers, I think there are many challenges that w- will we, be, we will be facing um, this year and, and beyond. But in every challenge, is an opportunity. As we live for him, as we allow him to create in us th- the person that he desires to be, we will have opportunities to share the good news of the gospel. And that's what we're all about. Making disciples here, there, and everywhere. And so Psalm 51, just let me read it to you, goes like this. Have mercy on me, the first 12 verses. Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Just think about David now. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin, for I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me, now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins, remove the stain of my guilt. 
Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and make me willing to obey you. Do you, do you read a do-over? Do you read a heart that's crying out to God, say, God, I, as, I, as I look back, I see what I have done, but this is what I ask you to do. And if I were to ask you the question, you would respond affirmative, wouldn't you? Did God do what he asked? Yes, he did. Of course he did. And David's cry, create in me a clean heart, a pure heart, one that would reflect an inward renewal of his heart. His attitude was lifted to the only one who could grant a do-over. Create in me a clean heart, O God. His prayer, this prayer that we read, was a recognition that would only be God who could do this, and it illustrates the problem we have as humans, because here's what happens. We're sitting here on the first day of 2023, and we're looking back, and we're calling for a do-over, and we make these resolutions, I think, from a, from a good heart, wanting to do the good and right things, but the problem surfaces when our commitments sound, sound more like this. Ready? If I just work harder, just work harder. If I, if I just try harder, if I, can, if I can get the right book about disciplines, if I can just create the right disciplines and do this and do this and this, and, and while, while we are called to do our best in partnership with the Holy Spirit, if there's not a partnership with the Holy Spirit who lives in us, we are destined to fail. Let me give you some do-over stats, Okay. Do you know that 43% of all people expect to fail before February on their do-overs or their resolutions? 43%. So that's one month. If, if you're a person who goes to the gym, what happens on January 1st in the gym? Yo, fills up. And usually it lasts about a month or so. So that's pretty close. Listen to this, almost one out of four quit within the first week of setting their New Year's resolution. One out of four quit, like, okay, I've been at this for a week. And they quit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Seriously. I'm sorry, too. Okay. Shut up. All right. All right. <laughs> That was amazing. I'm sorry. One out of four people quit. I'm sorry. So am I. Most people quit before the end of January. And what percentage do you think actually see their resolutions through the end of the year? What percentage do you think? I see five, 40%, uh, all kinds of numbers. Here, here it is right here. Nine percent. Nine percent successfully keep their New Year's resolution. They're calling for a do-over. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to answer this. How do we move beyond the 9%? Well, we're making godly um, uh, requests. God, uh, I want to do over. And maybe you're going to adopt this prayer, create in me 
a clean heart, or maybe it's more like creating me the person that you desire me to be. So I'm gonna give you four, four ways to kind of make a new start. Here we go. Number one, make a new start, right? Before the second step, there's always the first step. And so in prayer, we go, God, would you do in my life what you desire to do in my life? I give my life to you completely. Now you do that with a prayer, uh, open heart and open prayer that says, God's gonna put his finger on something in your life. And you know that and, and, and I know that. So we, we make a new start. We take the first step because we have to take the first step before we can take the second step. Romans chapter 12, verses one and two. And so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Who is Paul pleading with? Brothers and sisters. And so, dear brothers and sisters, our worship is directly connected to our commitment to him. Give your bodies to God. Why? Because of all he has done for you. And we pause and thank God for his faithfulness in our lives. So, God, I give you all of my life. Do in all of my life what you desire to do. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you. And if I were to place this perhaps in our, in our words today, it might sound like this created in me a new heart. Today I'm making a new start, God, and here's my prayer. Created me a new heart, perhaps new habits, which leads to our, our second thing. So we, we, we start. Shift your focus, right? Change your future by changing your focus. Are you ready for this? By saying no, and by saying yes. We're going to say no to the things that shift our focus away from the Lord. And if we were all to sit down, I think probably all of us, and say, look, I'm gonna write down the things that will take my focus away from God, all of us would have a list, wouldn't we? Because good things can shift our focus away from Him. So we're going to say no, but while we're saying no, we're also saying yes, change your future by changing your focus. Hebrews chapter 12, verses one and two. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders, no, and the sin that so easily entangles, no. So we're asking the Holy Spirit to prompt us in the no. Are you with me? And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. We're saying yes. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Sometimes it just means saying no to the stuff that hinders us in our walk with Jesus. Like I said, sometimes 
We're saying no to the good things that consume us. But it includes the temptations that come along in life. We know, and you know, and I know, that there's going to be obstacles this year, aren't there? There's going to be plenty of of opportunities for us to say no to that so we can say yes to this. It's a time when we look at the things that we have allowed into our life, good and bad, and say, no, I'm not going to let that consume me. I'm going to be consumed with my passion for Jesus. I'm going to say no to the things that shift my focus away from him. I'm going to say yes to those things that, that cause me to fix my eyes on him in all of life. So I'm saying no, and I'm saying yes. I've shared this example before. I'll share it one more time, but my mother taught me when driving to keep your eyes off of the person walking along the side of the road because you tend to drive where you, where you focus, right? It's like, we want this guy to live, so look straight ahead, right? Be aware, but look, look straight ahead because where your eyes are, that's where you tend to drift. It's true in our spiritual lives as well, so we're going to say no. And we're going to say, yes, I'm not going to ask you what those are, but I'm going to invite you, though, um, to consider that as part of your new year and maybe part of your prayer. God, what is it you want me to say no to this year? What do you want me to say yes to this year? John Climacus, um, who was a monk, I think in the 1600s. I think that's right. Um, One of my favorite quotes comes from one of his books, and it says, man must employ every means to lift his clay and place it upon the throne. Man must employ every means to lift his clay and place it upon the throne. What is it that we're doing when we do that? What's our prayer? What's our desire? Say, God, here I am. I place my clay upon your throne. Now I ask you to mold me. Now I ask you to form me into the person that you want me to be. I'm looking to you. My prayer is lifted to you that you would do what you want with this lump of clay. Man must employ every means by saying no and by saying yes to lift his clay and place it upon the throne. We're going to do something this morning. I I need, I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to do this, but I need six, six kids to help me, six young students like, you know, six. I, and you just need to come up here for wherever you are, okay? So six of you. Yeah, come on up, Henrik. All right, there you go right there. Just six of you. So just come right on up. And, uh, and uh, all right, what, we need four more. So get on up here. You come on right on here. Yay, come on, come on, come on. One, two, three, four, five. There you go. You disappeared. Six. Come on. Oh, oh, all right, come on up. Come on up. Oh, see, now this is the problem. Okay, stop. Okay, come, no, no, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, we have eight. That's okay. I think we'll be okay. Jamie's going to help out. Here's what you guys are going to do. You, come, you stand right here, and you stand right here, and you stand right here, and you crowd in here. Logan, you crowd in over here. You crowd in over here, and, and you guys come, crowd, come over here. Claire, come on over here. There you go right there. And here's what you, you guys are going to, uh, let's see, just crowd in there like there you go. Perfect. Okay, move down. Here's what you're going to do. Jamie's going to give you some, some, uh, Play-Doh, like, where's your Play-Doh? It's coming, okay. And so you're going to create. So here's what I want you to create. I want you to think of your favorite animal, okay? And create, I've got a little bit more teaching to do here. And so while I'm doing that, you guys are going to create your favorite animal. Got it? Uh, 
Okay. Okay, your favorite animal, so go ahead and go for it, okay? Right, just start digging away there, create your favorite animal. You all gotta listen to me now, okay? While they're, while they're doing that, okay? So, um, uh, so we're shifting our focus, right? Say no and, say, and, and, and saying yes, okay. Um, number three, we develop new disciplines. Um, from Hebrews passage I just read, run with perseverance. And it takes discipline to do so and discipline in, our, in ourselves in the right things. So it does take discipline. Or maybe you wouldn't use the word discipline, but maybe it's developed new habits in life. It might look like setting aside this amount of time during the day to connect with God in Bible reading and prayer. It might look like that, but it's a brand new discipline as you lift that prayer to the Lord. Run with perseverance. It means there's a discipline to our life. Sometimes it's easier to discipline ourselves, like to go, you know, to the gym um, than it is to discipline ourselves spiritually, right? I mean, so I'm, I'm part of a, of a Facebook group called um, Run, Run Streak. And it's just people, uh, I'm not a streaker. I know what that used to mean. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. But they call them streakers, right? But they're run streakers. So um, like you, you run every day. Now I'm not doing that. It's not my routine. But you know, it's, it's sometimes easier to make those types of disciplines in our life, right? Than the spiritual disciplines. So I'd just like to challenge all of us in the area of spiritual disciplines. Who will we be? When we are here next year, 2024, the beginning of 2024, when we look back, what discipline, spiritual disciplines have we, will we have created? Now, I want to encourage you in that because I do think it be, uh, um, um, involves Bible reading and prayer. It absolutely does. It has to. It's how we connect with God. And, and I'm so, so proud of you and those who are getting into the Bible, reading it, um, and, and, and studying it and letting God speak, speak to you. And I encourage all of us to, to develop spiritual disciplines, which also include living out our life for him as a disciple, as a follower uh, of Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 26. So I do not run, Paul says, aimlessly. I do not box as one beating in the air. There's a purpose to my life. And I'm going to live out this purpose. And my life is, is if you watch me, my life is going to put on display by purpose and these disciplines in all of life. I don't run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. And then the fourth um, uh, discipline, if you will, is just partner with someone. Partner with someone. So what are we going to do? We're going to begin by making a new start because you can't take the second start step until you take the first step. Secondly, we're going to shift our focus. We're going to say no to some things and yes to some things. And they may be good because good things can get in the way. We say yes, yes to God. And we're going to develop new disciplines in, in life, in prayer. And then we're going to partner with someone. I believe in doing life together. Um, Jen and I watched an episode, um, it's called Alone? It's called Alone. You know, people surviving in the, in the elements alone. Have you watched that? Yeah. Did you like it? So I thought it was okay, but Jen looks at me and she said, you couldn't ever do that, could you? <laughs> now, now, let me interpret what she was saying. She, what she was saying is, look, I know that you're man enough to do it. 
first. But you wouldn't want to be alone, would you? And the answer is no, because I, I just, I don't, no. No, because I don't do life alone because, and I don't think actually anyone should do life alone. Because we were never meant to do life alone. And that, that's why we constantly talk about being in groups, for example. Why we constantly talk about connecting with other people because we were never meant to do life alone. It's why we gather on Sundays. I'm so grateful for you each week. It's why we gather in, in groups. It's why I love reading the Bible with someone. In my guys group, we're going through the book of Mark. Jen and I read together. We partner with someone. So if you're doing life alone, can I just um, graciously say this? Stop. Stop. Find someone that you can connect with. Maybe begin a Bible reading plan together. And I promise you, we'll employ um, these disciplines or practices in our life. When we get to 2024, we'll look back and we'll be thankful that we did. Amen. Um, okay, so, uh, oh, here we are right here. So, um, we're going to go to the creators here. And uh, so, I'm really thankful for all you guys for being in church today. Can we give them a hand? And all the, all the students out there. Yeah, because for two, for two Sundays, you know, we've had all the kids in, and, and Pastor Shelley says, you, oh, you've got to do something with the kids because otherwise they get bored, right? So, anyway. Here we are. Oh, all right, so we're going to go. This is amazing. Are you serious? Okay, so hold, now the camera's going to zoom in for you here. So hold up your creation there. It's going to be because I put it on a stand. You put it on a stand. Okay, all right, so. All right. It's a moose. It won't move? It's a moose. It's, it's stuck. Okay, there we go. Oh, there hold it up high. So what is it? It's a moose. It's a moose. Can you turn around and hold it there? Yes. That, that is truly amazing. So anyway, you can keep that moose. Okay, what you got here? Okay, hold it up high. That looks really cool. Maybe like flatten that thing out there. There you go. What is it? A panda. A panda? Well, is a panda your favorite? Like it is? Like you like a panda? Well, foxes are favorite. Well, the stuff down. Well, foxes are my, like, second favorite. Okay, okay, panda. Okay, that's pretty cool. Okay, let's, let's get right in here. All right. What is it? It's a giraffe with kind of a short neck. Yeah, it's a giraffe. Hold it up there so the camera can zoom in on it. It's like an orange giraffe. That's cool. Okay. Are you ready? Whoa, what is that? Mine's a tiger. Tiger? Lift it up there high. That is cool. Yeah. It's what? It's really hard to keep the stripes on the thing. <laughs> yeah, but you've done a really good job of that. All right, they're sticking right on it. Okay, all right. Okay, Logan, what you got here? A bear. A bear? Hold it up there so they can... Okay. I just saw something funny. What? It, I don't think we could call it a black bear. I think we call it a blue one. A blue bear, yeah, exactly, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. All right, okay, let's see what you got here. It's an orange penguin. Orange penguin? Okay, hold it up there. 
Hold it up there. So, oh, oh no. Oh, his head just fell off. Okay, in church, his head fell off. Okay, hold there. Turn it around there. Orange penguin. All right, all right, all right. Okay, all right. Okay, here we are. Okay, Claire, what you got there? I have a person. Perfect. So, can you? Can we? Is it stuck to the table, or can we hold it up there? Here, I hold. I. Yeah, I think it's kind of stuck. I don't know. Can we get in there and kind of look at that thing right there? Right there. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. It got the hump and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that a monkey? Oh, it's a monkey. Okay, hold it's it up. Hanging upside down. Oh, oh. <laughs> Tail keeps falling off. Perfect. Yay. Oh. I think these are amazing, don't you? They really, really are. So they're really good. You guys can stay right here for just a few minutes, okay? Because I'm going to pray. And here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to pray, God, would you do in my life what you want with me? And I'd like for you to join me in that prayer. And it might be one of these practices that we just talked about where we need to shift our focus, maybe be in partnership with somebody. Maybe you're going to say no, say yes. But whatever it is, would you just pause now at the beginning of 2023 and say, God, what is it you want me to do this year? What do you want to create in me? Because he would do what he says he would do. So Father, I just pray, Lord, that as we lift up our heart to you, we, we pray this prayer, God, create in me a, a new heart, maybe a clean heart, a pure heart, whatever, whatever our prayer is. Spirit, I would pray that you would speak to us. For some of us, you are, you are calling out a no. You say no, say no to that. For some, it's say yes to this. Maybe our focus needs to shift a little bit or maybe quite a bit. But God, what, whatever it is that you're asking of us, we commit to you. You can create in us the person that you desire to be when we yield our life to you. And so, God, we, we do that this morning. We lift our clay to you and ask you to create in us all that you desire. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.